You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. This is episode 94, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and influence your industry with a podcast. My name is Anne-Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says who you are is more important than what you do. And joining me on today's show is Michelle Hext. Michelle is a coach and a business strategist for coaches. She specializes in helping coaches become more confident in themselves and as coaches and shows them how to create a clear success pathway for their clients. Michelle also helps coaches develop their signature programs and packages and teaches them how to sell in a way that feels good. Now on today's show, Michelle's going to share there's no formula, only alignment. She's going to talk about why strong boundaries create harmony in coaching relationships and helps to keep the responsibility where it needs to lie with the client, as well as stop overthinking and start doing. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Thank you and thank you for having me. Oh, look, it's uh, so good. There are so many voices speaking into the industry of coaches and it's good to be able to feature you on the show because I know that you've been doing coaching for many, many years and I remember back in, goodness, it would be going back quite some time when I was still in the career industry, I hired you as a, as a coach at one stage and, and certainly loved the work that we did together. So you really know what it takes to be a coach, the challenges that coaches face and what they need to do to really start to make an impact in the world. So thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, I think thinking about it the other day, and I think that goes back to about 2003, 2004, something like that. So it was quite a while ago now. Yeah, I've certainly been around a long time, that's for sure. (laughs) So let's talk about no formula, only alignment. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is there are so many people out there, you know, inverted commas gurus who are selling their systems. And, you know, one of, one of my pet hates is something that I see go through my newsfeed all the time, which is um, copy and paste my sales funnel or, you know, t- uh, what is it where they give you the script for, uh, you know, their, their email sequence or whatever it is. And it's basically you cannot cut and paste your way to success using somebody else's formula. And, the thing that I think short sells a lot of not just coaches, but any entrepreneurs is the fact that they feel like if they paint by numbers, they're going to get a result. And a lot of the time, you know, not every step is going to work for every single coach or every single entrepreneur. And so when those things don't quite go to plan, oftentimes they take it upon themselves and think it's them that's failing or uh, they're not good enough or people don't want it, what it is that, you know, they're putting out into the world when, Formulas just, there are no one size formulas that fit all. There are definitely tried and tested and proven mythology methodologies out there and but there's no formula for success. There's really not. 
And I think what what you've said so beautifully there, and it's a great reminder, is that every single one of us uh, as business owners, particularly coaches, we've got a certain style, we've got certain characteristics and just who we are. And if we fail to allow that to show up in the emails and the content and all of that good stuff which you're talking about, we're really not connecting on that, that level that we want to with our idea client. They're not getting the sense of who you are. So what are some things when you talk about alignment that as a coach, we really need to get clear on because it's it's great to, to be in alignment with who you are, but I think that's often an area that many coaches struggle with as well. What is that and who am I? What are some of the things that you know to be true to be so important in this area? Yeah, I think the, the, the easiest place to start is to know when you're not in alignment and that is a lot of the times coaches will put together packages and they'll be promising things that they're maybe not 100% sure they can deliver or maybe there's a certain aspect of the program that they throw it in there because they or their package because they think people are expecting this to be part of the program even though it's not really my zone of genius mm. i think i can learn enough about it and put it in there and so a lot of the time what tends to happen is that is a misalignment because i don't want to get all woo woo but energetically you know if we don't 100% stand behind our product and we don't feel 100% confident in our ability to deliver result for our client, then what's going to happen is we're going to be pushing and pulling our way towards promoting this thing. So really alignment is having a look at what, what is it that you do really, really well and it, you love to do it and it feels good. I know we've, you know, this is, I'm beating a drum that's been spoken about before, but sometimes you hear it and you don't actually integrate it or you don't really get what that means until you start doing stuff in your business that doesn't quite feel right. And then you're wondering why you're not enjoying it anymore. Yeah. So my advice is always scale back, go back to the, to the simplest form of what you do. Mm -hmm. And if you've got a program, for example, a 12 week program or something like that, and you go back and you look at it, just feel your way through it and think about, do I, what do I love about this part of the message and this part of the program? just do an audit and if something makes you tense up a little bit or there's a bit of bad feeling about, oh, I don't know that I love that bit, just get rid of it. Yes. You don't have to do everything and because you've been doing something for a while doesn't mean you need to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So always, you know, I think one of the things about my longevity and is because I pivot when I need to. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's not because, you know, I've, I've put something in my program that I'm not good at, but sometimes I just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And so then you become less good at it because you're not loving it. And so I do this constant checking in of, am I still loving it? Where's, you know, I look for friction. I call mm -hmm. it friction. And if there's any friction in, if I'm going into a call with a, you know, a potential client, if there's any friction, if there's any, oh, maybe I don't want to pick this client up, mm -hmm. it's because I'm offering something that I don't want to deliver. Yeah. And so I guess that's my simplest way of explaining whether you feel like you're in alignment or not. Yeah. I think it's so true. I remember years ago I was working with a, a coach and I'd gone through the worst business failure I'd ever experienced in my life. And I'd done a lot of healing and moving forward. And one of my colleagues who'd seen this happening, she asked me, and I'm sharing this because it's so true what you said. Um, she asked me, can you come and speak to my group around, you know, failing, overcoming failure, what you're doing and so forth. So I put together, you know, the copy, all of that kind of stuff, had exactly what I was going to share. And my coach emailed me back. She said, this is fantastic. She said, but you're not ready yet. You're still going through the journey. And so for you speaking into that, it's going to halt 
your um, progress. And she said, you don't want to speak into that now. I mean, now 12, 80 months on, I've completely gone through that and shifted. If I decided I wanted to speak about it, I probably could. But that's exactly what you're saying. We may not be ready yet, or it may just not be an area where we really want to plant our flag. So if someone's thinking then today, because so often we don't see the genius in us or the area that we really can step behind and say, look, this with all integrity and alignment, I can get behind this topic. What is maybe one or two things that people can start to think about to help them uncover what that is? Oftentimes it's right under their nose. And they... And again, this is not new information. You know, we know this, we, we hear this oftentimes, but if it feels easy, if it feels so easy to you, it's ridiculous and you feel ridiculous charging people for money for it, mm. that's your thing yeah. usually. You know, it's just that we don't value it because it seems too easy. Mm -hmm. Even in my own business, I took a pivot about 12 months ago and I've been working in a, a space where I hadn't really... I've worked with a lot of coaches, but not specifically and exclusively coaches. And I don't know why it never came to me to think about just work with coaches. You've been a coach since 1991. Mm -hmm. Like there's probably a good chance you've got something that you can talk about there, you know. And then I started a, a group a little while ago called um, Secret Coaches Business. Mm -hmm. And the conversations just keep coming and coming and coming and coming. And the value is so great. And it's like, this was just something that I naturally do. I have these conversations with coaches all the time. I just didn't think to, I don't know what I didn't, you know, it's like the, the mechanic with the crappiest car, you know, you, you're so clear you can help everybody else, but you're too close to it. And so since I realized this is so easy for me, this, this is, and it feels good. I love to do this. And then it was like, okay, I better build some products and offerings around this because this is what I want to do. And since then, it's just gone gangbusters again and things have fallen into place because this is my zone. Mm. And this is my zone right now. Five years from now, who knows, 12 months from now, but right now, mm -hmm. um, this is my zone and it feels really good and the work feels effortless. So, you know, to answer that question again, it's just come back to what feels so easy to you, you feel embarrassed charging money for it mm -hmm. because that is usually the thing. Yeah. And have a look around and ask people around you, is this easy for you or is this... And most of the time they'll say no. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, love that. And I think, uh, again, what you said is sometimes it's so, so close to us, we don't see that. Yet when we do, it's kind of like that slap your head, you know, forehead <laughs> moment with the palm of your hand. It's like, wow, because we just assume others uh, have got it all sorted, but we've got this wealth of knowledge. Something else, and then I want to move on to the next thing. So often I think as coaches, particularly women coaches or women service providers when we do shift and we have these ahas we can often beat ourselves up because we think oh well I should have known this you know what for me I've come to realize and, and you'll probably realize this too the wealth and depth of experience knowledge and just skills that we learn along that phase of the journey if you will just when we land on what that thing is provides such a wealth that we can then impart on others too speak a bit more about that because so often as women we can beat ourselves up can't we so much so you know and i know now but i know I, you know i'm i've been on the planet 50 years as of march so you know and i've been doing this a long time and what i know is that you can't get from where you were to where you land without the bit in the middle mm. or you know it's usually when you look back upon it that you're able to say oh that all makes sense now when you're in it you can't see it but divine timing is 
you know, it's a thing. Mm. And where I've landed now, there's no way I could have landed in that place even six months ago, eight months ago, because it wasn't, it wasn't in, I don't know, I just wasn't having those conversations. Mm. Those conversations came for a reason. And it's the same for most people. You know, I, I've had a, a client recently who spent like hundreds of thousands of dollars on her business over a little period of time. And she's, you know, I shouldn't have spent that money. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. And it's like, look at all the information you've got now when you move forward and you start working with clients. Yeah. That, that stuff is, is what makes us good at what we do. Mm-hmm. The mistakes are what shape us. The bouncing back from those mistakes are what shape us. I'm a bloody good coach because... I've made every mistake in the book. You know, I can see them coming a mile away because I've done it. And I've invested in the wrong things and, you know, coached the wrong clients and launched the wrong products and all, you know, launched too early, launched too late, done all those things. And that's what makes me good at what I do. And so I would really strongly advise people to, especially the women, really wear that as a badge of honour. Mm-hmm. I went back through, when I started positioning myself as a coach's coach, I went back and I'm like, holy crap, I've got so much wisdom here that I was just not even looking at Mm. at all. And when I shone a light on that stuff and it's like, hang on, how far does this go back? You know, and I can remember being 12 years of age or younger, eight, nine years of age and wanting to coach people, you know, going to the library, taking out the teacher's kits that let me hire from the library and I have a little classroom in the back of our shed and I would coach people through, especially the ones that were struggling. It's like I've been coaching my whole life. Yeah. And the timing thing is, it just is what it is. Just accept it, let it go, look at where you are now. And But where those mistakes and the experience as a badge of honor because that is going to serve you really well yeah. as long as you see it that way if you if you see it as i'm hopeless i make mistakes i can't trust myself to make good decisions all of those things that's going to remain your reality yeah instead so be kind to yourself and say hey look at that girl look what she did look at the she was trying her hardest and she failed and she got up and she picked herself up again and she kept going mm-hmm. you know remind yourself of who you are and be proud of that because if you aren't making mistakes and you aren't falling in your ass on a regular basis, mm-hmm. you're not trying. You're yeah, really not. So true. And I think a lot of the, the content that we read online are really very much people's highlight reels. And I think more and more people now are starting to realise the value in giving a snapshot of behind the scenes, of the things that they struggled with. Because so often we will hear and read emails, you know, wow, you know, push a button, put the course together, push a button and sit back and watch the money flow in. And, you know, I have a saying and it's what's worse than no one signing up for a group coaching program and that is one person signs up and I tell you I've been there done that and I've had to do like a you know seven week uh, online course with one person but you know what I gave it all I got and that that client got great value but it it, it is it's just a normal part of business but the thing is the skill you learn is to be able to adapt and move and shift and our marketplace now in the industry is one that will require a lot of us to be able to shift. So we're actually developing a skill which will allow us to remain relevant, remain you know, right at the top of our game for our clients if, as you said, we don't let our mindset keep us stuck because of those failures. They actually will be the, fa- the framework upon which you can stand 
and know without a shadow of a doubt in full alignment that you know what you're talking about and some people can come and challenge you but you can stand firm and I think that that is because of all of the battles that you've overcome. Now something else which I know a lot of coaches can struggle with and this is around boundaries and creating harmony in coaching relationships. Speak a bit more about this because this is another area many coaches can find themselves becoming undone and not loving the business that they're creating. Yeah, I agree. And especially it's a, a lot of this stuff is rookie errors too. You know, in the beginning, you're just so, um, you, you're just so invested in delivering a good result that you over deliver. And what I found, and I've done this myself, is that when you over deliver, when you, when you, you know, map out, this is the program and this is what you were, you're receiving. When you step forward and you over deliver on that, what happens is, we feel like, oh, our clients are going to love us because they're getting extra. They don't. They appreciate it for a moment and then they expect it. And then you start to feel resentful of the fact that, hey, this wasn't even included. I'm just giving you extra here. But they don't see it as extra. And so I would just say when you be really clear about the outline of your program, be clear about how you want people to communicate with you, be clear about the hours you'll be responding be clear about your expectations for what you will accept and not accept from your clients and frame the coaching relationship powerfully in the beginning, like at the very beginning. So I have conversations with my clients around, um, I know we've connected through Facebook, but I like to um, communicate via email. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't work past this time. These are the things. I just lay it out. And I also let them know that I expect you to, I'm going to be here and I'm going to be working pretty hard and I expect you to, to meet me more than halfway. You, I can't want this more than you can want this. Yeah. And I also frame it around if you're struggling, I don't read minds. So you really need to let me know. Um, don't sit in the corner and think I'm ignoring you or um, I should know this or I should be paying attention to that. I'm not going to unless you speak up. Like mm. I'm 100%. I'm going to tell you what I need and what, what I need from you and you need to do the same. And I, I get that agreement up front because I can't operate any other way. I'm, I'm the sort of person that will um, email someone, hey, I need that thing. And they're like, oh, hi, how are you? And I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry, hi. It's like I just need to get the job done. Mm-hmm. And so I have those conversations up front so people aren't offended or they can't come back and say, well, you didn't answer my email over the weekend or you didn't answer my Facebook message over the weekend. Yeah, but remember I said back then I don't respond to messages. So it's really just feeling your way through the boundaries that feel good so you're protecting yourself because as coaches, we give a lot. We give a lot to our clients and we need to protect our energy. We need to protect our boundaries so that we feel like we can do a really good job. We, when we're out of it, we're out of it. We come back fresh. We come back excited to work with our clients again. Nobody likes to be demanded upon, you know, every minute of every day. I have a friend who um, she answers the bloody phone at 10 o'clock at night from her clients and then she whinges to me about it. And I'm like, well, don't answer the phone. It's pretty simple. (laughs) No way in hell any of my clients are going to call me at 10 o'clock at night because they just would never do that. No. you set that up mm-hmm. like you let people know that they can call you at 10 o'clock at night yeah. it's as simple so as that true. i remember one of my coaches said you train people on how they can deal with you and it's so true and sometimes if you let a boundary slip just slightly 
um, and you don't pick that up or you you continuously do that, then that's going to be the new expectation. And then before long, as you say, your energy is just going to be drained. And also too, I think as coaches, we need you need to consider that you're modeling what it is for that client. And so if you've got leaky boundaries, then if they're help, you're helping someone to create stronger boundaries, it's certainly not going to model that for them. When you see coaches then um, giving more of their time, that's also a whole around the, the self-worth as well, isn't it? Because we're kind of saying, well, I have to provide so much more and exceed because that's only when the client will think that my content and what I'm doing is valuable. So there's so much to that, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. And I just want to touch again on that point that you mentioned, we are role modeling for our clients, mm. what boundaries look like. And boundaries feel good. You know, we might like, oh, that was a bit unfair or whatever, but boundaries feel good because they set the expectations and the rules and people know the rules. You know, people like to play whatever game you're playing, you need to know what the rules are to be able to play it effectively. And it then gives your client the ability to go and set really strong boundaries for herself mm -hmm. so that she can have longevity in the coaching game as well. Because one of the things that, one of the reasons people leave coaching is because they feel like it's hard work mm -hmm. and they're drained and all the rest of it. So what I like to say to my coaching clients is coaching should actually feel easy mm -hmm. because you, you're not the monkey running around doing tricks you're just there to be a sounding board and listen and to offer opinion and to um draw out from the client what they already know because they do already know that if you're work if you're exhausted after a coaching session mm -hmm. you're working too, too hard, hard and your client's not working hard enough <laughs> exactly exactly that's right set the boundaries and stick with them so important now something else that we can so often do is overthink and I love the way that you said, stop overthinking things, start doing. And sometimes though, we start doing the wrong task and we can quite often um, think that we're doing the right task, but busyness can be something that really can completely uh, takes our focus off what we should be. So what are some things that you see that we shouldn't be doing and shouldn't be focusing on? And what are the things that you think are just so important and these we should be focusing on and taking action on? Yeah, so it depends on what your priority is in your business at the time, you know. So if your business, if your priority is making money, then you've got to spend time on money-making activities. Mm -hmm. if you're, and it's not always on money. You know, for a big part of this year, for me, in this business, I have another as well, but within this one, it wasn't about making money for me. It was about getting my feet underneath me again, feeling really good about the direction I was taking my business in, Getting, feeling my way into the content that I wanted to be delivering and who I wanted to be working with. And I let it kind of unfold and, and shape itself as we went along. So for me, the priority was content and just putting out a lot of content and what feels good and what, you know, right now I wake up every morning with 27 ideas for things that I want to talk about. That's the place I want to be in every time. Mm. And so then the money-making stuff comes in. I haven't done discovery calls for years because I haven't had to but I'm, I'm restarting my business again. So now it's like, I want to do discovery calls and I'm having a ball and I'm about to do a, a, a free program called a discovery call challenge. Mm -hmm. So I want to be doing a lot of them now so that I can then use that information for my clients. So right now it's, you know, I'm, I'm lead gathering. Mm -hmm. A lot of my work is on um, 
you know, running my free programs so that I can get people into discovery calls and then sell them into programs. Mm -hmm. But for, co you know, for wherever you are, you've got to look at what are your priorities. Mm -hmm. But there are three things that you can do every single day and you'll never go wrong. And that is share your message, um, ask for the sale mm -hmm. and extend your reach. Yeah. So share your message just in a way that feels authentic and aligned and feels good and feels like you're giving value to your community, have a call to action. You always need to be selling something. And if you've got nothing to sell, be building your list. Your call to action will be, hey, sign up to my mailing list or hey, sign up to my free challenge. So share your message from the heart, be of value to your community and then ask for the sale, whatever that is, and then spread your reach. So whether that's through paid um, promotions to get you push your message out there further or whether it's, you know, things like this coming on the podcast or whether it's uh, asking people to share things, whatever it is. But it's those, if you do those three things consistently every single day, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Something that I know when I look back to when I started my career coaching practice, one of the things that we were never taught through the, the, the coaching school, if you will, that I went through was how to create a program or a package or an offering and I know that that's something that you do now with your clients helping them create a signature program or a package and I think sometimes what we do as coaches and I want you to speak into a little bit about this sometimes we can get stuck because how we're talking about our services is and I remember a colleague of mine said well you know we'll have a chat and I'll ask you some questions and we'll move towards the things that you want to work on which really is just not cutting through the clutter so talk about what are some of the things if someone is listening today or watching and thinking you know what I really haven't clearly defined a signature program something that is so speaking and delivering a value to what I know my clients are struggling with. What are some steps to get them formulating a really good offering that they can start to really get out there? Yeah, so I speak about promise, outcome and process. So the promise is, what is it that you're promising? You're, what is it that you wanna promise? What is the outcome that you wanna deliver? And it's gotta match up with a problem in the market that your client's having. So think about what do you want to promise? So for example, a, a program I've got starting shortly is coaching with confidence and create your dream coaching business. Mm -hmm. like I want them to feel confident in their coaching. I want them to develop a signature program so they feel good about selling it. And that's your dream coaching business. You know, that's, I know people want that. It's something that I'm excited to deliver because I know they need it. And it's an outcome that that market wants. Mm -hmm. So then, so what's the promise that you want to deliver? So then what is the thing that you want to deliver and you know you can promise that and deliver it without it stretching you too much? It should feel easy. Mm -hmm. And then what's the outcome that you're delivering? Does it match up with what your market wants? And then from there, you just got to map out your process. Mm -hmm. So if you know this is the outcome you're delivering because you promised them this, what are the steps that you, what are the milestone steps that you need to achieve with your clients along the way to get them to that end point? Mm. So it's basically, here's where they are. Here's where they want to be. What's your process for getting them there? Mm -hmm. And when you can map that out, people have a hard time doing that on their own. I've, I've noticed mm. because it feels automatic. They're like, well, I, I work with clients and I help, but I don't really know what I do. Mm -hmm. And so I help them unpack the steps and the process and we create a framework around it. Because when you create a framework about around a, a program, what you're able to do is create, replicate and create predictable results over and over and over again because you're just using 
the framework. Yeah. Obviously, each cl client is different. But when you develop that, then you can take that program anywhere. You can run it as a live program. You can run it as an online program. You can write a book about it because each step is a, a, a um, step in the pro your process, mm -hmm. part of your framework. And so I think the first thing you need to do is really know your market and look at them and say, what are the problems they're having? And then with all of these problems, what's the one that I want to solve? Mm -hmm. And then what, what's the promise that I can get excited about? And then does it match up with what they want? And then work your way about, you know you do that, you know you can do that. And then go backwards, work your way backwards and go, okay, so if I'm, this is the outcome that I want. What's the first step? What's the yeah. very first thing that I need to do? And then work your way through it. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. So uh, let's share with people how best can they connect with you and some of the, the ways that you really can work and support them. Okay, great. Thank you. Um, so they can go to michellehext.com. Um, so Michelle Hext is spelled H-E-X-T. I get next. I, you see all the hex, all the stuff that I get online. <laughs> Um, in my letterbox. Um, it's quite amusing, really. Um, but yeah, michellehext.com. Uh, and the way I've got a number of ways. So right now, my coaching with confidence program starts in uh, August. Mm -hmm. And that is capped at 12 people. And it's basically a 12 week program that is a mix of um, group calls and individual one on one work where I help people get really comfortable with themselves as coaches, feel really confident about themselves develop their packages, feel comfortable and confident selling it. And then I talk them through the selling process. And the idea is that they are selling high ticket programs in, into that last month. Um, I also do a launch yourself online program where basically people come to me as coaches and they, you know, they've had a bit of success coaching and they want to create the online program version, but they're bogged down by the tech stuff. Yeah. I basically coach them through the idea and then, um, I build everything, <laughs> build it out and then deliver them with a membership site. Yeah, um, and then there's another couple of coaching packages as well. But yeah, so there's maybe about four different ways you can work with me. Yeah, but go to that website and of course we'll put all of the links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash WIL94. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's always a great to connect with you and see, catch up and, and see what you're up to, doing lots of great things. And in now, of course, the space of coaches. And as we said, you know, there's so many incredible coaches out there, but they're really struggling to be heard. They're struggling to generate income because they're over, you know, they're over delivering, over promising. They're not in alignment and they certainly don't have a really good grasp and then message around what's that unique offering and what's that problem that they're really solving. So you've certainly given lots of great insights into that and we thank you for that. You are very welcome and it's always great to see, you know, I, I see you on my periphery as well and I'm always paying attention and it's great to see what you've been able to do as well. So well, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate it. You've been listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including our no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini trading.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.